behave. Always be good boys and girls, huh? And then when Santa Claus comes around, you'll never be disappointed, will you, huh? <laughs> In good old Santa's toy shop, his work is never through. If you behave, St. Nick will save a gift for you. Good evening. I'm Ed Special, and uh, I've been doing the last half hour, and... We, that was, uh, we just finished up with Dick Two-Ton Baker, uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Prior to that, Alan Reed and Mae Questel, the voice of the original Popeye uh, cartoons. Uh, she was olive oil, of course. And they did the story of Santa's QT Bear. That's spelled K-E-W-T-E-E. And we started off with Howdy Doody's Christmas Party. And uh, this is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. And I'll be back um, tonight from midnight to 6 with... Um, a particular program about jingle bells. It'll all be jingle bells. I've got some great jingle bells stuff, stories, uh, songs, organ. uh, The songs played on different kinds of materials, plunking rubber bands that are tuned to certain notes and stuff, and uh, plenty of uh, special guests of the past. And uh, there'll be plenty of other programming all day and night here, as always, on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Please stay tuned now for Gray Matters. Thank you for listening. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gray Matters on this fine, crisp Christmas Eve here in Ann Arbor. Thanks to Ed for some wonderful, festive holiday programming. Unique to WCBN in many ways, and uh, enjoyed by us all, no doubt. Plenty of parking available downtown as uh, things are emptied out pretty <clears throat> substantially here. Many shops closed, despite the uh, last-minute dollars uh, lurking in people's pockets. <clears throat> so if you're one of those uh, out still frenzy shopping, I guess uh, it's pretty hit and miss, but drive safely. Well, uh, just uh, myself, Jim Dwyer, here tonight. Uh, Dick Whaley enjoying some holiday time with family. And so going to uh, do something of an atypical show in that I'll not spend a great deal of time on any uh, you know, one uh, or couple of areas, but jump around a little bit. And uh, towards the end of the program, talk about a couple of films that uh, I think were very noteworthy this year. Um, most of which are currently uh, already available on DVD. So <clears throat> not quite an end-of-the-year program here on Gray Matters today, but uh, just a sort of a brick-a-brack, a lot of uh, loose flotsam and jetsam uh, straying ashore here at the end of a very interesting calendar year, 2007. And so since it is Christmas Eve, uh, let's talk a little bit about gifts the gift giving that uh, we associate with the holiday, particularly this holiday, uh, has been for a number of years now one of the country's leading economic indicators. And uh, boy, that first struck my uh, curiosity as uh, something of an ironic fact. Uh, Back when I was a teenager, that uh, (laughs) Dr. Seuss and Charlie Brown were essentially right. And so there's nothing new in the idea that Uh, Religious holidays in general, or Christmas in particular, are exploited for commercial purposes. That's pretty much the name of the game. And I think it probably has been uh, that way ever since, really, 
the advertising age began in the 20th century. Christmas, always a big deal culturally, <clears throat> if not always spiritually. Um, certainly examples of that uh, can be found in literature from the you know, 19th, 17th, 18th centuries and so forth. But the uh, full guns ablazing exploitation product promotion on children's programming, that's, that's a recent uh, 20th century phenomena as we sit here in the first decade of the 21st century. So uh, a few items about gifts caught my eye uh, these last couple of weeks in the uh, press. And on uh, December 15th, uh, Dateline Los Angeles, uh, an interesting article here, uh, truck hauling video games of a very popular new uh, video game, Rock Band, was actually hijacked. And this, again, Dateline Los Angeles, one of the year's hottest video games. It got hotter last weekend when highway bandits near Los Angeles hijacked a truck carrying more than a thousand copies of Rock Band and the electronic musical instruments that accompany it, of course, sold separately. Authorities said Wednesday, the <coughs> robbers kidnapped the truck driver, held him at gunpoint while they unloaded the cargo. In addition to the game disc, Rock Band features a drum set, guitar, and microphone so players can pretend to be performers. Well, this article speaks volumes about a number of interesting trends uh, in American popular culture. First of all, the extent to which uh, these games have become... Uh, highly prized um and of course they are rather pricey so something like this an armed attack including a kidnapping certainly suggests uh organized crime at some level and so uh, congratulations video game industry you've made it to the big time as far as that's concerned another thing that strikes me as odd about this particular article is uh the nature of the game itself uh, the game rock band I've got nothing against video games per se, played uh, them extensively at the arcades in the 80s, uh, have a number of good friends who uh, play video games in different formats. Some of the games quite interesting, uh, very creative and uh, thought-provoking even. Uh, but this rock band game, I mean, think about it for a second here. It, it features a drum set, a guitar, and a microphone so players can pretend to be performers. Uh, it might... <laughs> be fun to fool yourselves into thinking that you're cool uh playing uh rock band but uh why not just learn how to play an actual guitar and get together with a friend who's got some drums and start a real damn band uh i don't understand how you can walk away from a couple of hours spent at rock band uh being impressed with how cool you are <clears throat> start a real band that would be my advice um here's another interesting item uh, if you're really down to the wire for christmas shopping uh you might want to find uh, something a little off the beaten path for that hard to shop for a friend. Well, International Rhino Foundation uh, was having an auction on eBay of four pieces of dung from the endangered species, and the proceeds will be used for conservation efforts. So for that certain special someone, maybe a boss that's hard to buy for, uh, why not a piece of dried mounted rhino dung? complete with a, a card identifying the rhino that produced it and uh, no doubt um, a, a decorative display. Uh, presentation is all in the <laughs> manifestation of some gifts. Um, the black rhino poop was standing at $255 uh, when this article went to press. The Indian rhino's uh, poop slightly um, less valuable at $250. And uh, the real bargain now, 
is the white rhino, ironically enough, uh, whose uh, poop is only going for, at this article's date, 122.50. So I'll have to check in on eBay and see what those uh, items eventually closed at. Of course, there were articles a couple of weeks ago about the national debt, which is different from personal or household debt. Now, I'm no finance or uh, economics uh, expert, as uh, my friend and uh, partner here, Dick Whaley, can make some claims to be. Um, but certainly we all know that the uh, national debt has uh, gone out of control during this current presidency after having been whipped into something like submission during the Clinton years. Uh, but an article dated uh, 3rd of December uh, by Tom Raum says the following, Like a ticking bomb, the national debt is an explosion waiting to happen. It's expanding by about $1.4 billion a day. What does that mean to you? It means almost $30,000 in debt for each man, woman, and child, oh, child and infant in the United States. So, whatever your own personal finances are, and of course, it's easy to rack up a lot of bills during the holiday season, many of us do, um, the fact that the country is in such uh, of an economic corner here certainly doesn't bode well for uh, future holiday spending um as uh you know gas prices fluctuate everything's gone up in price uh, droughts driving food prices up ethanol uh is another factor driving some food prices up um everything generally gets more expensive over the years no matter what shape the economy's in but uh don't go into a last minute shopping frenzy i'd say if you're driving around now still hoping to shop turn around go home and drink cocoa um, one thing you definitely don't want to buy for uh, anyone who you care for would be the, uh, I don't know which company makes these, but the uh, doll known as Bratz. Um, these are some sort of uh, heavily tarted up figurines uh, looking like um, prostitutes, uh, I suppose, um, with exaggerated facial features and very trendy uh, clothes and so forth. <clears throat> Of course, it's uh, spawned uh, games and toys and uh, a cartoon show. I think it began maybe as, I don't know if it's one of those toys that began as a cartoon or a cartoon that began as a toy. It's hard to tell sometimes. Um, but it also generated a Hollywood film. <clears throat> and so uh, segueing here from uh, the Bratz phenomena to a little celebrity observation and some irony here. Um one of the big non-story stories of the year, and by non-story story, I mean something that uh, billions of gallons of ink were spilled on, but that ultimately means very little to the lives of you and I. Now, why bother talking about it here? Well, part of what we like to do on Gray Matters is talk about the media and uh, how it you know, wastes its resources in some cases by reporting things that generally don't matter. But there's just some bizarre uh, ironies inherent in this celebrity-related story that I can't resist uh, dwelling on it momentarily uh, here on this uh, Christmas Eve program of Gray Matters. Of course, the world was shocked, scandalized even, when uh, last week it became uh, made known to the world that uh, the younger sister of Britney Spears was pregnant. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Now, she's the star of a TV program called Zoe 101. Jamie Lynn Spears, the 16-year-old star of this program, was shocked 
to discover that she was pregnant. I was in complete and total shock, and so was he. Well, I don't want to talk about the, the birth control aspects of the story here. Um, you know, there's um, no reason to be shocked about such things if you're engaged in certain activities or behaviors. Um, but And I have no idea uh, whether or not this Zoe 101 program is at all part of the Disney Entertainment Kingdom. I suspect it probably is, uh, since Jamie Lynn's big sister, Brittany, was groomed and uh, sold to uh, the American public by the Disney Entertainment Industry. Um, what can you say about this story? Um, that's probably won't be said. Now, there were some follow-up stories about how this presents a teachable moment to talk to uh, young people about uh, sex and pregnancy and safe sex and all these sorts of things. And uh, that's true. That's probably a very good thing. Uh, but the extent to which Disney has pimped out its child stars, I think, it doesn't really get commented on often enough. Um, certainly, the sexuality of uh, young people is something that the entertainment industry is very you know, interested in exploiting, uh, but the Disney that, uh, you know, what would Walt Disney say about all this? If uh, you know anybody who's old enough uh, to remember the days of the Mickey Mouse Club and Annette Funicello and all of that, the way in which uh, her celebrity and, uh, you know, as a young child, she actually, you know, became uh, of a pubescent age uh, while the show was on the air. And so it was something of, a, oh, dear, how do we handle this, this you know, a development, physical development of this uh, young star uh, handled very differently. Now, I'm not suggesting that we need to go back to the 50s and treat these things in the way that Walt Disney did then, but uh, there certainly wasn't the uh, exploitation of uh, such things uh, at that time period. Interesting uh, to note that after the re uh, uh, revelation, excuse me, that uh, Jamie Lynn Spears was uh, pregnant, that uh, it became announced by the Christian publisher Tom and Nelson Incorporated that they were canceling Lynn Spears's book about parenting. Um, <laughs> a book called Pop Culture Mom, A Real Story of Fame and Family in a Tabloid World uh, was initially scheduled for release May 11th on Mother's Day. This is the mother of Brittany and Jamie Lynn Spears. Um, the... <laughs> Now, this is bizarre, uh, but the very fact that this deal even existed, you know, the fact that it's canceled is kind of hilarious and pathetic, but the fact that the deal even existed is absurd on its face. Um, why a Christian publisher, ostensibly Christian publisher, again, for some people, attacking the word Christian on is simply nothing other than either a business move or a tax dodge, Um not genuinely Christian in spirit or tone at all. And uh, the fact that uh, a, a woman who has uh, basically thrown her children into the teeth of the entertainment industry uh, would be taken seriously as a Christian parent is somewhat bizarre. Um, funny follow-up story, and then the last word on this will move on to something more relevant and important. Uh, this Article on December 21st appeared on the bottom of the front page of the Ann Arbor News, and it was the Spears pregnancy opens door to a difficult task. Uh, very short article by Sarah Reimer taken from the New York Times about this so-called teachable moment that uh, parents and teachers can now take advantage of here with this 
celebrity news. Uh, the funny thing is, is that the uh, at the very end of the article, there's a little bullet item uh, calling your attention as a reader to another article inside on a related subject. And it's this on page A8. Rising fertility rate should stabilize U.S. population. So, oh dear, teenage sexuality. But hey, good news, because on page A8, we see that for the first time in 35 years, the U.S. fertility rate has climbed high enough to sustain a stable population, solidifying the nation's unique status among industrialized countries. In other words, that uh, we, we break even um, with fertility, that we're creating as many babies as people are dying off here. The overall fertility rate increased 2%. Um, over this uh, measured period, and it's the first time since 1971 that the rate has reached this crucial benchmark of population growth. In other words, the ability of each generation to replace itself. Stephanie Ventura of the National Center for Health Statistics says, it's been quite a long time since we've had a rate this high, since 1971, in fact. It's a milestone. So I suppose, in part, we have uh, Lynn Spears and the Spears family to thank for this achievement, that America's fertility rate is now, you know, where it is. All righty. Well, uh, Tony Blair has uh, become Catholic just in time for the holidays. Um, and that, I guess, is the religion of his, the faith of his wife and children. Not that big of a deal uh, here in America, of course, but in England, still something of a big deal to officially break out of the C of E Anglican Church. And interesting to note that the Archbishop of Canterbury, Rowan Williams, spiritual leader for the world's Anglicans, wished Blair the best in his spiritual journey. And I'm sure we would all pass those sentiments on to Tony Blair and to each of us on a spiritual journey. Well, speaking of journeys and achievements, uh, Vladimir Putin has been named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. I don't know how many years that... Um, They've been calling it Person of the Year now instead of Man of the Year. And I wonder why Pac-Man never became Man of the Year. <clears throat> but there's a large, uh, steely-eyed photo of uh, Putin on this Time Magazine cover. Now, generally speaking, my own personal opinion is that Time Magazine can't really be taken terribly seriously as a uh, creditable journal of uh, hardcore investigative reporting or, you know... Uh, anybody uh, who's likely to look under the rocks that uh, that are politics. Um, but this is interesting, especially when one gazes deep into the eyes. I hope this gives America the opportunity to at least simulate the experience that George W. Bush claimed to have had when he looked deep into the eyes of Vladimir Putin and came to the conclusion that he knew in his heart that Putin was a good man. And I'll just uh, take this quote from, uh, oh, where's the name here? Richard Stengel, Times Managing Editor, who has this to say about why Putin received this honor. <clears throat> uh, he's the new czar of Russia, and he's dangerous in the sense that he doesn't care about civil liberties or free speech. Uh, but in prizing stability over freedom, he's made Russia powerful again and beholden to no nation. Well, indeed, uh, and I suppose part of the reason that Bush looked into his steely gray eyes and found such deep resonance with his own romantic tendencies is this tendency to not care about civil liberties or free speech. Um, 
more on that later, I'm sure. Personal achievements, there are many to note in uh, a year, in any year, uh, 2007, uh, no exception there. Um, and just briefly want to note that we are going to witness a historical record as Queen Elizabeth II becomes ever closer to breaking all the records in a, in a, she's now the fourth longest reigning monarch of England. She just surpassed Queen Victoria, who lived for 81 years and 243 days, dying in 1819. Uh, Buckingham Palace was counting down for this one, and she moved past Victoria at about 5 p.m. today, and that was written uh, the 20th of December. So a few days now past Victoria's record. Well, who's next on the list? Uh, she will overtake King Henry III on March 5th and King George III in 2012. King George, of course, uh, not much of an achievement to beat there because although he was long-lived and king for much of it, he was suffering a form of a dementia and so was not really an acting king at all for many of those final years. Well, let's see here now. There is a political campaign. Presidential elections aren't until November of 2008. Goodness, that seems like a long way away. Uh, Christmas shopping hasn't even begun for Christmas 2008 yet, or maybe it has. I don't know. But uh, the American political process is so deeply troubled and problematic. I've been saying for years, uh, and I know that there are others who feel the same way, that the whole thing just takes too long. Uh, the longer it lasts, the more money ha has to be, you know, rounded up. The more money is spent on the emptiness of political advertising, endless travel, uh, silly promotional items. Uh, since we no longer have real debates uh, to become president in this country, uh, shouldn't we start as American people? Uh, we're, we've totally lost control of the electoral process. The parties themselves are now determining things about when uh, state primaries uh, will occur. Um, the uh, widespread fraud and, uh, you know, really serious questions that need to be raised about the, uh, the vote gathering process, the vote counting process. Certainly the last two elections we've had uh, are fraught with examples of, if not outright, fraud and cheating. And in some cases that's quite documentable. Uh, just a sort of malaise. It's always been hard to get people to come out and vote anyway. But uh, when things are rigged so badly as they have been, in uh, the past couple of elections. Uh, it makes you wonder if we'll ever have real elections again in this country. And I hate to bring people down here on a festive uh, eve such as this, but really uh, serious th things uh, need to be done about the American political process. The fact that it's going on for so long, I think, is part of it. It invites all this. Most European countries, of course, have a much shorter uh, campaign season. Uh, advertising time is non-existent because TV time is given for free. And most of the uh, presentation there is not, you know, finely crafted 60 to 90 second soundbite collections, but actual debates, discussions, conversations, interviews, and so forth. <clears throat> We need to move more towards something like that. Now, I'm no Hillary Clinton fan. In fact, I'd be happy to uh, discuss uh, with anyone who is, uh, you know, one-to-one -one basis, 
why I'm not a Hillary Clinton fan, but uh, something uh, that uh, the pundits in the press are all talking about, Ellen Goodman and Maureen Dowd, uh, two of the most widely syndicated uh, female journalists in the op-ed pages, uh, are absolutely right when they make a big deal about some uh, recent comments about uh, Hillary Clinton's physical, personal appearance. <clears throat> and of course, the source is none other than that uh, bloated museum of treachery, Rush Limbaugh. And, you know, it's it's so bizarre because when somebody like Rush says something like he did about Hillary Clinton, he's basically uh, giving her all sorts of great free publicity, uh, of course, without meaning to or probably aware that that's a likely consequence. But Maureen Dowd, uh, in a column reprinted in the Ann Arbor News, uh, December 20th, quotes him as saying some really remarkable uh stupid stupid things and i don't even know if i need to bother repeating most of them but basically they're like oh uh, well this one i have to read because it's just so bizarre the question is this says rush limbaugh will this country want to actually watch a woman get older before their eyes on a daily basis you know theorizing that should hillary become president the tendency of the job to uh visibly physically age those <clears throat> who are thrust into that position or who weasel their way into that position or whatever the case may be. And um, he continues, this is Rush Limbaugh again, Hillary is not going to want to look like she's getting older because it will impact poll numbers. It will impact perceptions. There will have to be steps taken to avoid the appearance of aging. When did becoming president you know, uh, turn into a beauty contest. Uh, everybody aged. Uh, and, you know, Reagan was just about as ugly a face as you'd ever want to look at. Um, and yet we had to look at him every day. Ellen Goodman uh, has the good sense to suggest that maybe we should just go to a bathing suit competition for president. And she suggests at the end of her column, newsflash, Hillary is 60 years old. Um, what a business this is. Maybe I'd prefer that bathing suit photo op. Only Rush, old buddy, you go first. Yes, Rush Limbaugh is uh, a fine person to talk about uh, physical appearances. Uh, I w would like to remind people that he used to be uh, all over the TV. That TV show is, uh, if it still exists at all, it's in very limited markets. And uh, he has a face, as they say, that was made for radio. Well, Paul Krugman had an interesting uh, piece, uh, the reprinted, uh, well, this would have been in the 18th of December's New York Times, uh, When Openness Becomes Naivete, about uh, Barack Obama's uh, desperate rush towards the illusory center. And I'll just read this short passage from uh, Krugman's piece. At one extreme, Barack Obama insists that the problem with America is that our politics is so, quote, bitter and partisan close quote, and insists that he can get things done better by ushering in, quote, a different kind of politics. At the opposite extreme, John Edwards blames the power of the wealthy and corporate interests for our problems and says, in effect, that America needs another FDR, a polarizing figure who nonetheless succeeded in making big changes. Skipping ahead a bit, uh, Krugman uh, notes or asks rather do obama supporters who celebrate his hoped for ability to bring us together realize that obama's us includes the insurance 
and drug companies. Now, uh, we'll have months and months, of course, to uh, see how this all pans out, but it seems as though the only two candidates who can get major uh, media uh, attention on the Democratic Party are Hillary and Obama, you know, both with celebrity endorsements and so forth, uh, and media is almost exclusively about celebrity and handcrafted news these days. Um, Edwards, of course, sometimes uh, cracks through and, and gets some attention. Um, he was, I think, even by Maureen Dowd, you know, uh, you know kind of uh, derided uh, as the Breck girl candidate because of his uh, bouncing and behaving hair. Um, but he just doesn't get the kind of soundbite attention that uh, Obama and Hillary do. It's almost as though the Democratic Party is wanting to give us a fait accompli and say, well, you're going to have a Hillary Obama ticket. The only thing to be decided is who's in the who's on top, if you'll forgive the expression, who's going to run as the vice president. Um, well, the American people are supposedly the ones who uh, get to make this decision. But no, the party itself will choose who we'll end up having to vote for. Uh, another candidate who uh, it's almost impossible for him to get any media attention or news. He's not allowed into the debates uh, because of the supposed numbers uh, in the polls suggesting that he won't garner enough votes to be taken seriously. And yet for my money, Dennis Kucinich is the only candidate talking about the actual physical world in which we live. Um, the only, what kind of media attention can Dennis Kucinich get? Well, this is the only article about Dennis Kucinich that I saw in the local press anyway last week, and that was because his brother was found dead at home. The youngest brother of Democratic presidential candidate Dennis Kucinich was found dead at his home Wednesday. Of course, the way that first paragraph reads, it almost sounds as though Kucinich himself were found dead at home. And as far as the media is concerned, that may well have been the case. However, this is Perry Kucinich, age 52, who was found by another brother. Um, Perry, unfortunately, had a history of mental illness and had stopped taking his medication. I'm sure we all of us know a friend or a, a relative even who has uh, suffered such an affliction and even possibly such a fate. Final paragraph in the article, though. Uh, Dennis Kucinich, 61, <clears throat> is a six-term congressman from Ohio who is making his second bid for his party's nomination. He sought the nod in 2004. He, well, I would make it his second. Uh, he registers in low single digits in polls and has raised little money for what is considered another long-shot run. Kucinich, who is known for his liberal views, has attracted a devoted following. If this candidate got some more attention, we'd see a whole range of topics come up in debate for discussion uh, that are not even on the radar at the moment. So, uh, sad to say... Uh, one of the most articulate, thoughtful candidates is not really going to get any media attention at all uh, unless his other brother dies, apparently. We'll get another article about Dennis Kucinich. Well, that's about all the time we've got here today on Gray Matters. Uh, I'd like to thank Yelchin for coming down here on this frosty night to engineer. And I uh, hope everyone has a safe holiday weekend, whatever your religious persuasion or degree of faith at all is. Uh, it's a good Time to be alive, despite all the weirdness and unpleasantness in the world. Uh, let's all try to keep a positive attitude and make 2008 uh, a better year, perhaps. 2007, pretty good for me personally. I hope uh, you all can say the same for yourself. 
Let's uh, work for a new, better year. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Jim. And thank you, everybody from Gray 